Now, the greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, hello. Welcome to the greatest story it's never told podcast. It's not you, Mike. It's me. I didn't turn on my machine, so I'm providing the backup sound effects. I believe so we made it, it still to, is uh, me. I believe we made it to 33 episodes. This is amazing. How the hell do we do that? I don't know. Uh, by the way, as we always uh, request that you do, if you get a little chance there and you'd like to be an official, unofficial sponsor of the greatest story never told, uh, do us a little favor and make a donation to the Fisher House. Now, you can do that at fisherhouse.org. Uh, you can also make a donation to our local Fisher Houses in the Pacific Northwest as well. If you choose to donate locally, uh, that would be great because, as you know, whenever you buy a Men's Room Original Red or uh, Uli Sausage there, that's where the, the proceeds are going. So we can see it happen, and, and that's very cool. So if you'd like to do that, uh, we uh, we appreciate it. Okay, uh, let's see. What else we got? A couple emails. I will read to you. Says, uh, fellows, last episode, someone wrote in and informed you guys that the Astroglide was your pre-show sponsor that people had been alluding to, which was pretty hilarious. Actually, it's kind of awesome. Uh, I don't know if I've ever used Astroglide. I have. You have used Astroglide. Uh, yeah, and listen. Did it, you buy it? I did not buy it. It's situational uh, without giving too much detail. You can guess why it was brought out, but it's one of those situations where you were having sex and then... A suggestion comes up for trying something new. I'm like, okay. And then they reach into the top drawer of their nightstand, which when they opened it, Astroglide was not alone. It was not lonely in there. Oh, really? Dude. Mm, I ah, there were. Oh. So, I mean, <laughs> so when she when she opens this drawer and I look in, you know, she grabs the Astroglide and obviously we want to get back to what we're doing. Well, I certainly do. But as I look in this drawer, I'm like... There are a lot of crazy things that just might happen. Did they happen? Not on that occasion, but on other times that we may or may not have exchanged some passionate, passionate physical activity. Yeah. What did and you have, like chains that could connect and stuff? Cha- but they were like super, super tight nipple clamps, man. And But they looked like roach clips. And uh, I was like, hey, you know... Last time we were here, I noticed in that drawer, you know, then I started getting like the little kid, like, you can eat that pickle? Kind of like, well, I saw the nipple clamps, like, are you, are you down? Yeah, she was. Man. Cool. God. I, wow. Yeah, that was. Astroglide. Right. Astroglide. Yeah. That is my glowing endorsement. Listen, man. That's a better That's a better sales pitch it than is. the commercial they run before. <laughs> it though. is. Because Astroglide, you know, they're, they're confined by the FCC. They can't just say what you really want to hear. I am here to tell you, it works like a charm. And uh, it's long lasting, I guess. Long enough for me, but, you know, hmm. I'm not trying to unbrag, but I didn't need that long. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, guys, to uh, to make it a little worse, I just moved back to the Seattle area after seven months in L.A., and I was there when you started this whole podcast. In Southern California, in addition to Astroglide, both this podcast and the Men's Room podcast are sponsored by a variety of adult stores in the area. Oh, all the ads are done by a gentleman who might as well be doing an ad for a deli, which makes it even more fantastic. <laughs> Thanks for the laughs, as always. Stay safe. That from Jonathan. I guess they are monetizing this uh, thing with all the things that they don't want to put on the radio. That's the best way to do it, right? Strip clubs, <laughs> weed stores, Astroglide. You want a butt plug? We'll sell it. We got podcasts. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Right. If they can't put something on the air on terrestrial radio and they still want to take the money, that's why we're doing this stuff. <laughs> now I figured it all out. Mm-hmm. You sons of bitches. <laughs> it's just so you can run the skeezy stuff that you can't you can't sell because you're afraid it's going to be an image problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, no, it's an God. algorithm. We don't it depends know on where on. you are. Like it, like it, like it. Uh, when we were on uh, in, in Baltimore, those the, the rock station there was ninety eight rock. 
and they're still there. They're still a heritage radio station. They kick ass. They got uh, they would run ads at night. You know, like. I mean, Tony Strip Club. Oh, yeah. Boobies. <laughs> you know, like, they didn't care. I mean, like, at all. Come see Kurt McEwen and boobs. Right. Tuesday night is boob night. <laughs> if you wear chaps, you get a lap dance. Yeah, exactly. There's no cooth in that. I mean, they just like, Baldwin was like, yeah, boob night, Tony's. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> night at Tony's. We're not even a strip yeah, club at the steakhouse, right. but every Tuesday. Yeah. You need crack? We got crack. I mean, Come on down to Tony. Come on down to Giant's Crack House. What kind of you got? Crack rocks, big rocks, small rocks, little rocks. Get a roast beef sandwich with a side of crack. Five minute rocks, all day rocks. What do you need? <laughs> yeah, they think about anything. Oh, let's see here. Uh, here is a uh, listener-submitted story. This is a pretty good one. This goes back in time uh, a ways, but a uh, guy said he wanted to tell us one of, uh, one of the stories that he, he doesn't normally tell about a man who, uh, let's, let's edit this, uh, basically got two in one night. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Follow, Astro Glide. Follow along. <laughs> follow along. Two cats. Yeah. One night. All right. And it begins like this. This story begins when I was a freshman in college. The cast of characters are my buddy Hal and my other buddy Buster, last name Hyman. Now, before I begin Hal's uh, tale, he got the nickname Tall Boy when we were all pledges during Hell Week. Once we were called on animal positions, we were in the shower cleaning up with toothbrushes in our jockey shorts. When we lined up, Hal's unexcited package was out in all its glory. (laughs) One of the seniors compared it to the Schlitz Tall Boy he was drinking, <laughs> and it was because it was very similar in size. Needless to say, from that day forward, Hal was now one of the most famous men on campus. It didn't take long, though, that he found out the only females on campus that could handle such a beast were the mopeds. You know, the ones that are fun to ride, but you don't want a friend to see on one. Goodness. Early spring of freshman year, the fraternity got an invitation for the Cotty College, an all-girls college in Nevada, Missouri, which is about an hour south of Columbia, Missouri, uh, where we were uh, for that Saturday. Well, Saturday rolls around. Me, Hal, and Buster load up our 57 Chevy Nomad full of beer and start on a road trip to the Golden Arches of Cotty College. Got there around 7 at night. It was a sausage fest. The place must have sent invitations to every fraternity in a 100-mile radius. And the girls were all big Missouri farm girls. I mean big. It didn't take <laughs> long before. Missouri. Uh, I've never clicked on that thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it didn't take long before most of the dudes were out there, but uh, they were gone. But uh, not Hal. Hal was in his element. To him, it was like picking fish out of a barrel. The tall boy was going to ride tonight. Around 11 o'clock. Hal latched onto a good one with a roommate. Seems they had a trailer about a half mile out of town, so it was me and uh, driving Buster, the other girl up front, and Hal and his soulmate in the back. The sounds back there sounded like two sucker fish stuck together. <laughs> oh, oh, no. The girl between Buster and I was trying to explain what a devil's three-way was. There wasn't enough beer and weed for that to happen. <laughs> well, we get to his trailer, a 50-foot single wide with two bedrooms, living room, kitchen area, and had walls so thin you could hear a pin drop. Hal and the moped went to the back room where Buster and I uh, got drunk and tried to get high on Missouri skankweed. Both of us were trying not to talk to the devil. Uh, meanwhile, back in the bedroom where you hear, oh, my God, as Hal evidently had a reveling. This girl had a brass bed that squeaked with every moment. This girl was loud, very loud. Buster and I were in the other room laughing our butts off when we heard a huge crash and a horrendous inhuman scream that came from the bedroom. <laughs> 
recreating the moment for you. Next thing you know, here comes Hal. Coming out of the room, trying to put his pants on, while the girl is screaming, and she is crying, and she is hitting him like a rented mule. I ask Hal, what in the hell's going on? What happened? His response, we were going at it, and the bed broke. The cat was under her bed. Oh, no. I killed, <laughs> I, I killed her cat. <laughs> <laughs> this made the other girl go nuts and screaming all three of us uh, beat it out of Nevada, Missouri. And that, my friends, is how my friend Hal the Tall Boy scored two peas in one night. <laughs> oh, wow. That from Stevie. Man, oh man, nothing ruins the mood like death. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So there you go. And if you would like to uh, submit your uh, greatest story never told to us, just shoot us an email uh, to the men's room at KISW.com. We'll I have never, uh, I've never hurt an animal while I've been having sex with someone else. But my, uh, my, my first dog, all right, my first dog having sex, I could ignore the fact that the dog's staring at you with that confused look. And this is in the living room on the couch, all right? So it's not even in the bedroom. But anyway, having sex, no big deal, fairly routine stuff, you know what I mean? It's almost like boredom sex, like, you want to have sex and go to the bar? Like, sure, right? So we're doing our thing. I don't realize that the dog has now gotten up and walked across the room, and I am on top, and I feel this ice-cold, wet nose. I mean, dude, directly between my butt cheeks, like, erection, gone, sex, over, and I am so mad at this dog, but it doesn't quite know ways to sniff on my butt. It was just an inopportune time, and it's one of those things, like... I don't want to yell at the dog because it doesn't know what it's done. But the look I gave the dog, apparently, it just cowered in the corner. I mean, I was dead silent, but it's just, you don't ruin these times. No. After that, every time I had sex, that dog would get up and leave the room. (laughs) Seriously. Just like, Mm -hmm. man, I mean mug this thing damn near to death. Like, that was an unpleasant experience. It's like someone, you know, flipping an ice cube on your your butt without you knowing I was, uh, when I was a freshman, there was a, uh, there was a a lady friend of mine that, uh, we went to high school together. She went to the same same college, but she was in a dormitory. And technically, she had like three or four roommates, whatever. They're all in one room. Basically, all I'm saying is this. You couldn't go over there and hook up. Sure. It just, it, you, you couldn't do it. You couldn't be on that floor for very long. There were select hours. Like, all oh, guys must be off the floor by nine. Because they know guys are. Yeah, all these rules, whatever. So basically, I mean, hooking up was not something that was going to be happening in, in her residence. So whatever. Uh, her friend actually uh, dated my roommate. That's kind of how I, I met her, and we hooked up at a party one night, whatever. Anyway, my roommate had – he went out and got a, uh, a boa, a boa constrictor. All right, so – As a pet? Yeah, yeah. That's We would feed it once a week. We'd go down to the you know the pet store and get us a mice, a mouse, whatever. And uh, once a week, that would be our thing. We'd sure. feed the snake and <laughs> – <laughs> it's kind of our entertainment, whatever. But, you know, like anything, you feed a snake, and the, and the snake, once it does its thing, you give it a day or so, and it's a lot more docile. It's a lot more manageable to handle and everything else because it's not exactly hungry. It's like your grandfather so, after Thanksgiving dinner. Like, he's going right. to sit on the couch, open his pants, and yeah. then do nothing. And one, and one thing you have to understand about uh, snakes in particular, at least a constricting snake like this, is typically they are not aggressive. Uh, they they are not defending themselves by hitting you and coiling around you. They're they're, they're being aggressive because they're hungry. Mm. So unlike a rattlesnake, like Sheila. unlike a rattlesnake, which will you know bite you if you walk by it and get too close and get scared or no, or if you ignore its rattle miles, right? Exactly, it's and letting it's, you know it's going to bite you. Well, yeah. a boa, you could walk right by it and just look up. It's not hungry. It, it doesn't care. It's not going to bite you and do nothing else because that's not what it does. Well, that's fine and dandy. Uh, I can't remember what happened. He had like a screen for a you know window on top with two rocks or whatever. That didn't work. Boa constrictor's gone. Uh, we can't find the thing. 
and his girlfriend knows this. Uh, unfortunately, now his girlfriend's friend who I'm with also knows this too. So, you know, I call and I'd be like, hey, man, you want to come over? And she's like, did you find the snake? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, maybe we did. And she's like, Tara says you haven't. <laughs> and Matt's still looking for it. And I'm like, well, maybe I haven't. But, you know, maybe you can still come over. So, <laughs> so, so she wouldn't come over. I mean, she absolutely refused to come over, which sucked. Because we were just getting started. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but she refused to come over until we knew what happened to the snake. She just would not come over. Why wouldn't you just lie? Listen, typically she's been, me, because her roommate is the we girlfriend. We found the snake. The snake died. That's what I say. No, no, no. We found it. The snake died. That's Matt why you don't see it. was convinced we could find the snake. He wasn't done looking for the snake. He would goes, his girlfriend still come over? I think she did, yeah. That's why he didn't lie. Probably. That's why Probably. he didn't lie. He didn't have to. Uh, but he was still trying to find a snake. I mean, the snake... At the time, whatever he paid for it, it was a lot of money for us. You know, 40 bucks is a lot of money. If he paid 300 bucks, you know what I mean? It was like one of those things. Sure. He bought the thing, and he liked the snake, and, you know, he's the guy that wanted to get the snake wrapped around his arm tattoo. You know, he, he's, he's in snake mode. You know what I mean? He's, <laughs> he's, he's ready to rock. So lo and behold, this doesn't happen. Ever happen. And, and to be honest with you, every, every single time that I kind of, uh, you know, look, go to bed, whatever, I'd think about that snake. Like, where, okay, where's the snake at? Well, sure, because now you're in bed. Yeah, and I had a fish tank in my room. So I don't know what made me think that boa constrictors would eat fish, but I was always thinking like he might get thir- <laughs> he might get thirsty and come up and drink the water. Thirsty, yeah, okay. I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know boa constrictor life. Maybe he'd reach in there and grab my Oscar. But I, but you know, kind of freaked me out. So uh, I can't remember what in the hell happened, but uh, somebody somebody got in a closet and behind the hot water heater for whatever reason. They had to get back there. I don't know if there was a broom back there or whatever the deal was. And we decided to clean for the first time in the year. But uh, the, the snake is there. It's, it's, it's coiled up around the hot water uh, pipe because right. it's a reptile. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, and it needs heat. So we find the snake. This is like two or three months later. Snake, months? Snake is emaciated, basically. I mean, we don't know how that thing lived. Right. So the first thing that Matt did was grab it by the head as fast as he could, right. put it in the aquarium. We ran down to the pet store, buy like two mice. Thing eats them both. Could you know also do mean? one chihuahua. Yeah. Just saying. So what do I do? I call my friend. <laughs> haven't talked to her in a while. And I'm like, found the snake. <laughs> right. We have found the snake. This, fa- this snake, it's, it's good. Come over. And she said to me, I have a boyfriend now. Oh. Damn it. I was like, come over anyway. You have a boyfriend? <laughs> when did that happen? She's like, well, I kind of met him like, you know, when you couldn't find the snake I, you know, in between. I was like, no way. She's like, yeah. I think they actually, to be honest with you, might be still married. Don't try to make yourself feel no better. Kidding. 18 years old. Yeah, I think they're still married. Really? Yep. I'm almost, I mean, last I heard they were. So you lost the marrying type because of a lost snake. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're gonna be yeah. the woman of your dreams. Right, exactly. But my roommate just had to have a snake. This guy doesn't know that he's married to the love of his life because I couldn't. My roommate <laughs> right. couldn't find a snake because <laughs> that window maybe never would have happened. Maybe we would have gone. There you go. But because of the snake and your like, current wife would be telling the story. So like, oh yeah. How do you meet the love of your life? I mean, who knows? <laughs> who the hell knows? All right, there you go. And a great story never told. We're gonna keep it short this time. Uh, maybe. 
take a week off. We don't know. We're going to see what happens. But yeah, if not, we'll be – either way, we're coming back with episode number 35 or 30, whatever the 34. next 34. 34, yeah, whatever. Oh, no, we should come back with 35 then blame other people for not finding 34. What did you download? I don't know, man. Must be your computer. Buy a new oh, yeah. computer. We're having a problem with our hard <laughs> yeah. drive. So, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Greatest Story Never Told with Miles and Thrill on Radio.com. Oh, man! A Double Flush Production.